Welcome to the More For Me podcast by Kat Nicole, yours truly. Thank you for joining me today, whether you are on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. It is a privilege and an honor to have you join me for this fourth episode. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that's near and dear to all of our hearts, but not liked by all or many, and that's the topic of money. There's a group of young gentlemen who eloquently stated, cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That was the Wu-Tang Clan. And in that little snippet that I shared, rap lyrics aside, they gave us some uh, important information and very accurate. Money is an essential part of everyday life. Despite the significance of money, everyone doesn't have the same access to or amount of money. It can be a limited resource for some. However, as we look during this pandemic, before, before the recession of 2008, and any other historical moments in our nation's past, we've seen that it's a fact. Money fluctuates. Now, we all want money to uh, move in our favor, and that's to see an increase. However, the reality for everyone is at some point in time, you're going to see a decrease in your income. Whether or not that's because of investment, or job loss, there's going to be something that leads to some type of decrease in your income. I am no exception to this rule, if you will. As a matter of fact, in 2013, it was a very pivotal point in the uh, life of Team Thompson. We moved from the Chicagoland area to Fort Worth, Texas. And there we um, settled in as Fridge had received a promotion from work. Awesome for him. Just big celebration. But at the same time, within that same household, I transitioned from corporate America to the house. At that point in time, we saw a drastic reduction in our income and that decrease led us to learn some hard lessons and to make some tough decisions. But we had to do things like reduce our expenses and adjust our lifestyle overall. So I'm definitely no stranger to um, income reduction and having to navigate those waters. But I'm hoping that you'll journey along with me and some of those very (laughs) hard lessons that we had to learn. You'll navigate uh, less uh, turbulent waters as you go through your journey or the help others through their journey that may be around you as they face decreased income. And again, this is going to happen if it hasn't already happened to you, to everybody at some point in life that you'll have to face this decrease in income and decide what do I do? Now you may be thinking we're talking about money. This podcast is more for me. She says it's more for me too, more for her. Why are we talking about decreases? That's a very good question. Well, the, uh, excuse me, the jobless report for 2020, July 2020, it was reported that the unemployment rate was 10.2 in the United States. At its low for this year, the unemployment rate was 3.5% in February. And at its high in April of this year, it was at 14.47%. So we've definitely seen some decreases in the unemployment rate, but there's still a lot of people who are unemployed. And whether your hours were cut, um, your wages were reduced, you were laid off, let go, retired, or your family just simply never had enough money um, to sustain everyday life, there are some changes that we all can make in terms of reducing or making adjustments. Uh, Even if you consider the more that God has for you, I'm pretty sure my household included, that there are some things that we can do to 
make sure that we optimize and are better stewards, good stewards of what God has given us. Because before we can hit more, we have to do well with what we've already been given. So all that to say, hey, we're all in the same boat. Let's hang in here and go on this journey. Now, there are definitely people who have seen uh, reductions in income during this season. But if we look at what's happened recently in our uh, nation, there was um, increased unemployment benefits afforded to Americans because of um, the effects of COVID-19. Well, those benefits expired on July 31st, and they've yet to be reinstated or another program um, put in place to assist Americans. So we know that what people may have been facing, there's another round of decrease that people are having to address. And I want a journey along with you, accompany you along the process of identifying how do I get to the next step, to the end of the month, to um, come about the, the needs that my family has. How do I do just that? You are in the right place. And that's what we're going to do today. So I have some good news for you. There's light at the end of the tunnel. It's not easy, but I can share something simple with you in terms of addressing the reduction in income. If your income decreases, your expenses have to decrease as well. This seems simple and it seems obvious, excuse me, but it's not so obvious to everybody. Sometimes people miss this and other times people ignore the decrease and focus in on just working towards replacing the income that they lost. I'm all for working hard, grinding, and making sacrifices. I've already alluded to decreasing expenses being the solution for your decrease in incomes. And that's a sacrifice in and of itself. However, I want to make sure that we don't entertain foolishness and do anything that's going to harm our physical, mental, or our spiritual health as we work towards maintaining a lifestyle that may not be worth doing all that we're doing to try to make that happen. So today I want to talk on a very practical level, especially since um, we don't have the abundance of job opportunities that may have been available before um, this current pandemic. So let's look at ways that we can just simply make reductions in, in, in our expenses and basically putting us in a position where we need less money each month. If you've already made some adjustments to your expenses, kudos, good job. Keep up the good work. If you haven't, don't worry. It's not too late. It's never too late to make adjustments. We all want to start where we are. Very, very important point. We must acknowledge and accept where we are so that we can get to the destination that we're headed towards, where we desire to be. If you can't acknowledge where you are, then you won't necessarily get to your destination in the most effective manner. A simple example is if you have a GPS and you're trying to get to a trail because you want to go for a hike and get some fresh air. You've been in the house for several months. Well, if you tell the GPS that you're starting at your house, but you're really at your job, it's going to give you step by step by step directions from your house to the trail. But you really need directions from the trail, excuse me, from your job to the trail. That could be a little confusing. Drive trail, trail, drop, trail, 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 drop. So if you give the GPS a, a starting point that's different than where you actually are, you are potentially going to get to your destination, but it won't be in the most effective manner. So you apply that to life and every journey you face, knowing where you start, 
being honest about that starting point is going to help you navigate, even if it's a, um, even if it's a, a difficult time, if you will, or not ideal, it still is your reality and where you are. And if you can take steps from that point to your destination, efficiency, optimization, that's what we're talking about there. So let's be honest about where we are, whether it's financially, physically, mentally, all those things. Be honest about where you are so that you can effectively uh, progress towards your, your destination. Have you ever heard the, um, the, 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 the saying, live uh, below your means? Well, simply put, this is an idea that you should spend less than you bring home. I believe that this is a principle that everyone should abide by. If you spend less than you bring home, this creates margin or opportunities for you to work towards goals that you or your household have identified for your family. And that is going to help you get to that destination of more. So you have this principle that we're going to start with. Live or spend less than you bring home. Now, there are five priorities that I want to share with you. These are five priorities that I believe that everyone should operate under. They're not the only priorities when you look at your finances, but these are the top five priorities that should come before everything when, it look, when you look at spending money. And this is just to kind of help, help you be responsible and it eases the thought process of, hey, I have this money, what do I do with it? You do these five things first. One, give. If you are a Christian, then you would see that as tithing. That's to bring 10% of your income or your increase to the storehouse, which is the local church that you, where you eat or get fed. Um, two, housing, your mortgage or your rent, the essentially um, covering the roof over your head. Three, transportation, your primary mode of transportation, whether that be a, a car, um, Uber, or like a uh, metro, you want to secure that. Four, groceries. This is not restaurants and eating out, it's actual groceries. And number five is clothing. Your basic needs for clothing. Um, if you are going back to work and your COVID-19 15 pounds has your tops looking like belly tops, then you want to go ahead and make an investment in shirts that uh, cover you appropriately so that you're dressed um, to par when you go back to work. Five top priorities again. Give, housing, uh, transportation, groceries, and clothing. So these are the first areas that we want to spend money. Top five priorities with our finances. We do not want to start here when we look at reducing expenses because we are talking about, again, the scenario of I've had a decrease in my income and now I need to decrease my expenses. So I don't want to start with looking at decreasing my top five priorities. And for most people to decrease literally would turn into eliminate. There are a handful of strategic measures that you can take where you potentially can see a reduction in your top five priorities. Um, your giving would decrease because you're not earning as much. Yes. But then say, for example, with um, housing, if you're renting an apartment, if your lease is up for renewal, then you would have an opportunity to explore options of other um, places to live, or maybe you're downsizing from a two bedroom to a one bedroom, but just looking at other opportunities where you in and, and 
where you can, in a God-honoring manner, um, reduce that expense. But otherwise, you want to make sure you take care of those expenses and let's look at other areas when we want to try to decrease expenses. Now, I've shared a, I've shared a few things with you, but now it's time to look at the action. What steps do you need to take? The first thing you need to do is identify how much money you need in a month, not how much money you used to spend each month, but how much money do you need to spend present day based upon where you are? And so let's, let's do this. I, I mentioned need. I know for myself, I used to struggle with, and I, in conversation with others, often see that people are conflicted in trying to identify needs versus wants. So a necessity, a need, this is something that is required, while a want is something that you desire. I want to get my nails done every week, but that's not actually a need. You're going to be fine if you don't get your nails done each week. I want to get my haircut every week, not a need. Um, I need electricity to work from home. See? Okay, now that we have that cleared up, that's definitely something that you want to keep straight as you write down the needs for your family and try to make sure that you're not bleeding once over because you are accustomed to them. We are, we are look, looking at this from a perspective of I have a decrease in income and I want to decrease my expenses to make sure that I don't have unnecessary financial stress and burdens. So focus on the needs. List out the needs that you have for your family. Now, when you write down the needs, I also want you to document the amount of money or cost associated with each of those needs. And the third thing to write is when you need that amount of money by. There's nothing like having enough money in a month's time, but not at the right time. If you have a bill that's due on the 5th, but you're not able to pay it to the 20th, by the time you make a payment, there's a very high likelihood that you have a late fee. And so while we are trying to decrease expenses, you are subsequently increasing your expenses just because of timing. So we want to be able to see up front, what need do I have? How much is that need? And when do I need that money by? Now, if you add up the total amount of all of the needs that you've listed, that lets you know how much money you need in a month's time. For some people, they might have the preference to look at this based upon their pay frequency instead of the overall month. The gist is the same, but because bills happen most commonly on a monthly basis, you want to make sure that the entire month is covered, even if you try to break that down further into weeks or biweekly and so on. So now that you know how much money you need in the month, you can determine um, where you are in line with the principle that I started with, that you want to live below your means. If the total amount of money that you've calculated that you need, if that amount is greater than the amount that you bring home, you are living above your means. If it is exactly the amount that you bring home, you live within your means. If it is below the amount that you bring home, you are living below your means. Now, all of these places are fine because we are starting where we are and we're progressing forward. But I want to start with living above your means. Now, if you find that the amount of money you need is more than the money that you're bringing home, there are some things that we can do. 
almost immediately that will help you improve your 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 where your your position, your financial position, if you will. First, go back over your list and make sure that you have not included wants in your need list for the month. Once you've done that, you want to um, phone a friend, if you will. And I've talked about him a couple of times on this uh, on the podcast. So you're probably familiar with him by now. But my homie, uh, Google, you want to go ask the Google for some resources during these times. And in general, there are tons of organizations, uh, whether they are churches and or just nonprofits that are interested. And their sole purpose is to help people where they need. And so that's from food, diapers, wipes, uh, some rental assistance, uh, clothing, job training, like there are organizations that do all of these things. So for example, you can start with, uh, excuse me, the Google, where can I find food, a food pantry or free food near me? You get in your zip code or something of that sort, but the Google's going to give you um, a, a, a results that leads you to organizations. For example, I know specifically in the HEB area that Six Stones is an organization that gives food weekly. They give out food multiple times a week and they've increased their uh, what they're giving people to at least be a week's worth of groceries to help people make it through these difficult times. So not only are there organizations that are willing to give and assist, but some have increased what they're doing because of the times that we're in right now. And so if you are able to, for example, um, get assistance with food, then you can shift monies that you thought you needed to spend on groceries to take care of other uh, needs that are on your list um, to make sure that you close that gap between what you're bringing home and what you need to spend. And like I said, you can find resources for groceries, um, diapers, wipes, school supplies, formula, um, clothing, the list goes on about what organizations are um, out there and how they're trying to help people. So that's definitely a way to look at, to look at, um, again, reducing the gap between the difference of what you bring home and what, um, what money you need in a given time, in a given month's time. Now, on the other side of that, is there any way to further reduce your expenses, even those that you need? Now, I'm going to also share that communication is vital in life as a whole, but definitely during these times and anytime you experience financial difficulty, you want to be a good, open honest communicator with the different companies that you do business with. And that's making them aware of your situation and asking them if there's anything that whether it's a, a budget billing program and or if they have any special rates or grants or accommodations that they're making for people during these times. But that if you openly communicate that there is most often someone willing to assist you and or at least meet you where you are on the other end to help you navigate through these times. So you do want to make sure you're communicating with people so that you can learn about opportunities to uh, maybe be on average or budget billing and take Take advantage of any programs or opportunities that they may specifically have within their um, within their organization. In some cases, maybe there's an opportunity for you to share some expense to help uh, reduce that. Uh, an expense like 
internet, for example, which is definitely needed because most people are working and schooling from home. So you do need internet, but is there any way to uh, share that resource and uh, reduce or split that cost, whether it's with a, um, a, a neighboring family and or if there are multiple uh, families um, living it within one household? Looking at uh, that as another option um, to reduce your expenses. One more option that I want to give as well is if you find yourself with um, monthly expenses that are no longer a need, but you are currently obligated to uh, pay to reach out to those vendors to see if there's an opportunity to suspend a service or pause a program so that you don't have the burden of paying those uh, things, whether it's a gym membership, um, a uh, if it's your iTunes or something like that where you can cancel or pause it, you do want to see if you can take advantage of that option so that your um, plate and the amount of money that you need in at any given point in the month is not uh, weighted down with things that are not necessities. So that's definitely going to be something to your advantage. Now, just some general um, guidance in terms of reducing expenses. There are some areas that really stand out um, as not not so easy in terms of changing your habit and your preference, but it is a, um, a place where most people can easily uh, reduce expenses or money that they're spending. One of the, the, the top of the list is eating out. People spend a lot of money uh, eating out and um, that is one of the easiest ways. So if you just cut that faucet off that you're going to um, see an increase. And sometimes people say, oh, we only eat out once a month. Only once is more than zero. So it does have an impact. So eating out is a place that you want to target. Um, entertainment subscriptions. Uh, the list is long here, but that's your, your Netflix, your Hulu, your ESPN, your gaming, your um, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, like all of these different subscriptions that we can have, Amazon Prime, and like those are not needs and those are, that presents opportunities for uh, cost savings. In some cases, it's not just that, oh, I have Disney Plus and that's it. Most people have multiple um, subscriptions where they basically cut off cable and they replaced it with almost the equivalent amount of money because they have five or six um, TV, HBO and all these other subscriptions. So if you eliminate at least drastically reduce for most people, your entertainment subscriptions, that's going to be a great way to, uh, to save money. Um, and the, the last thing I'll share is that small purchases. Um, I've heard it referred to uh, growing up as nickel and diming, that it doesn't seem like a big deal because it's a small amount of money. But when you look at the small amount of money spent at a high frequency, it makes a larger impact. So whether or not you're like, oh, I went out to eat, but I only ordered off the dollar menu. But you order off the dollar menu three to five times a day. So it's still the equivalent of somebody sitting down at a restaurant and, and or, you know, ordering takeout and having a full meal that it still can make an impact. So whether that's uh, gum, you're trying to get a mask for every outfit, whatever that thing may be, you want to make sure that your smaller purchases, that you pay attention to those because they can make a difference in your overall financial picture. And those are great ways to reduce your expenses. Um, again, like I said, uh, everybody at some point in time will see a decrease in their income. 
And so to be able to decrease your expenses is a skill that is, is a, obtained over time, but you do want to practice because like we said last week, that's what's making permanent. And that's how you make progress by practicing this thing. So sit down with your, your list of things that you need in your family, and then go ahead and go through and try to make sure that you are not um, adding wants to those lists and that you are reducing or eliminating things that are unnecessary taking advantage of resources that are available to you during this season, as well as communicating clearly with those that you might um, have agreements with to ensure that you guys can work together uh, for the good of both of you guys. And so with that, I want to make sure that we end with the, the notion, the reality that it's possible for you to get through this season and that you don't want to lose heart. These changes this season can be temporary. Um, it is temporary. Not that it can be. I don't know the exact length of time, but it is a temporary situation. And if you continue to be effective and efficient and do the things that you need to do, you will progress towards your destination of more. So I just want to quickly review what it is that we cover today before we get out of here. And that's going to be the principle of living below your means or spending less than you bring home. Acknowledging and knowing where you are in life. Always acknowledging your actual starting point. The top, the top five financial priorities that everyone should utilize when they're looking to spend money. First, you want to give. Then you take care of your housing. That's your mortgage or your rent. You want to secure your transportation. You got to be able to get to work. You want to ensure your groceries, and then you want to take care of your basic clothing. Those are the five top priorities. Next is make sure you understand how much money you need in a month. Then you want to eliminate non-essential expenses from where you are spending money. And last but not least, don't lose heart. God has more for me and God has more for you. We can do this thing together. Navigating the waters is always going to be difficult, but you must remember that you are not alone. We are only on this journey together. So today, I want you to remember that you can like, comment, and share this episode. Share with other people so that they are better equipped to navigate the waters that the life has have brought their way at this time and at this point in their journey. Remember that you can find me on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform under Cat Nicole. And I want you to make sure that you take a moment and subscribe so that you're not only the first to know when content is released, but that you just don't miss out on any of the great content coming your way. And even if you listen on a podcast platform, make sure you check out YouTube because there's going to be some special content that only gets released on YouTube. And I don't want you to miss out on that either. Lastly, make sure you're connecting with me on social media. On Facebook, you can catch me at Cat Nicole. And on Instagram, you can follow me at I am Cat Nicole. That's N-E-C-O-L-E. There, you're going to get more nuggets. During the week, I'm constantly pouring out and sharing nuggets to help us stay charged up and progressing towards our destination of more. God has more for me. God has more for you. So let's get it.